the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It doesn't matter if you have a piece of paper, you have a pen, if you have a, a guitar pick. Everything took a designer to make. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching us God's truth right from the Bible with lessons that we may not want to hear, but we need to hear. Let's jump right in today's study. Today we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and I entitled this message, Knowing How It Works. Have you ever wondered how certain things work? Like how in the world can you email someone on the other side of the planet and they get it within seconds? Or how does an A380 jet that can carry up to 853 people that weigh some 1.2 million pounds get off the ground, and fly at 43,000 feet in the air? Or how in the world can a laser-guided missile come within inches of hitting its target that's thousands of miles away? Yes, there are many things that surround us in the day and age in which we live that we absolutely have no clue on how they work. But do we really need to know how a cell phone works? Well, actually, no. But we all know when we're in a dead zone, hey, can you hear me now? Ah, yes. Or how does a microwave work? I have no idea. But one thing we all know for sure, and that's if we leave something in there for too long, it can be like 1,500 degrees. I remember I was speaking at a church up in Sacramento, California, and I was in the front row, and it was a packed house. It was a pretty good-sized church. And the pastor there asked me, Hey, would you like some tea? Because I had a little bit of a sore throat. I'm like, sure, give me some tea. So he comes back about five minutes later, and he's got this like stainless little holder, you know, and nice little tea cup and blah, blah, blah. So I take the tea and I take a big swig of it, not realizing that he had put it in the microwave for like 45 minutes. I was like, oh my goodness, it was scorching hot. And I felt like I just wanted to spew the tea all over the front row. And I'm thinking like, well, Oh, that's not going to look good. So I held it in my mouth as my tongue and the roof of my mouth were completely sizzled. Well, I know you couldn't go to sleep tonight without knowing that. But anyway, there's plenty of answers out there for those that are willing to search them out. Like, how does an A380 plane that holds 853 people get off the ground? Well, it has four jet engines that produce over 300,000 pounds of thrust that propels it so fast that the law of gravity has to give way to the law of aerodynamics. Yes, there's answers for everything that man creates. But what about what man doesn't create? That's even more incredible. 
Like, have you ever considered a hummingbird? It is the only bird that can fly upside down and backwards. They weigh less than a penny. They can see and hear farther than humans can. Their hearts beat up to 1,260 times per minute. Their wings beat at about 200 times per second. They dive at over 60 miles an hour. Some of these little tiny hummingbirds, they migrate over 2,000 miles twice a year. And that takes a lot of food for that hummingbird to eat. How much food? A hummingbird can eat up to eight times their body weight daily. Man, I thought I had a big appetite. That would be equivalent to me eating like some 1,100 double-doubles a day at In-N-Out Burger. If I ate that many, I would look like a walking double-double. Well, anyway, without question, God has made some pretty incredible creatures that can cause us all to look at them in total wonder and awe. That's why God said in Romans 1.20, For since the creation of the world... His invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made. So they are without excuse. So who is without excuse? Who's the they there? It's every non-believer out there. It's every person that tries to write God out of existence, like somehow Oh, we weren't created in the image of God. No, we came from monkeys. That's right. There was a big bang explosion some 13.5 billion years ago, NASA says. And there was all these things that, you know, elements and cells started coming together. And then life was somehow formed. And out of that life, it kind of grew into a monkey. And then the monkey grew into Neanderthal man and Cro-Magnum man and, and Bing Walla Bang. Here we are today, the intelligent human creatures we are today. Yes, your great, 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 great grandfather's an orangutan. Uh, no, no, not at all. The Bible says we need to look around because the very creation itself, it screams of the glory of God. You ever consider like a giraffe? You know that a giraffe has one of the biggest hearts of any mammal on planet Earth. It's heart is like two feet long. Now, why does it have such a big heart? Because it's like this giant pump. It's got to pump blood up the artery of that long neck of a giraffe. And then, of course, God didn't just make this two-foot heart to pump blood up this long neck artery. It also put valves in the artery. It's got multiple valves in that artery. So when the giraffe goes from the uh, heights of its top of its neck all the way down to the ground to pick up something off the ground. The blood that's in his artery doesn't rush to his brain and it explodes. So there's all these valves that close the blood off from rushing its brain from that long artery. It's like, wow, this is just crazy. Now, did all of that just create itself on its own? Did it evolve? How many giraffes had laid bare and dead on the ground as they were evolving these valves? It's like, oh, yes, they must have died. Like, hey, this isn't going to work. We're all dying here. We have to evolve valves in our arteries so that our heads don't explode when we bend down to pick something up. So we'll have to evolve that. No, God created it. Yes, when we look at his creation, it screams of his glory. 
Think about the whole planetary system. Think about the planet Earth. It's 25,000 miles in circumference. And it's traveling in an orbit around the sun that's 520 miles long. And we're traveling at 1,000 miles per second. Did that just evolve when the Big Bang explosion, it just all went into this perfect little orbit and its perfect little thing around the sun? It's like, are you serious? God created. There is a divine creator behind the creation that we have. I'm holding paper in my hand right now, a piece of paper. It's like, you know, how did this paper get made? Did it evolve? Were we just waiting? Did we throw a log out in the middle of a vacant field here in L.A. and just wait for... I don't know, two or three million years for the log to turn into paper? No, there was a divine aspiration of a tree that was created by God. Then man took the tree, somehow formed out of the tree, the wood, and also made paper out of it. Are you serious? Yes, that's how it happened because there was a designer that designed a machine that could actually make paper out of a tree. But it took design. It didn't just happen on its own. So it doesn't matter if you have a piece of paper, you have a pen, if you have a a guitar pick, everything took a designer to make. And when it comes to the things that are of greater size, like the creation, like the the fact that there's a hundred billion galaxies with a hundred billion stars in each one, it didn't just happen on its own. There is a divine creator. And when it comes to humanity, aren't we a little bit more complicated than a piece of paper? The fact that we have a heart that beats with no bad in our chest. We have eyes that see. We have a mouth that can taste, a tongue that can taste, a, a, a nose that can smell, ears that can hear, a mind that can actually listen to a conversation and you can rationalize something. All of these things screams of the glory of God, that there is a creator behind this creation. Know this, that is a divine intelligence, and God is the creator of it all. Well, here today, while you're maybe cruising in your car, or maybe you're at home listening on the radio, we're going to look here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to consider this first thought here, in light of our title, Knowing How It Works, a coming glory. So let me read to you our scripture text. You know, you keep your eyes on the road if you're driving. I'll do the reading. You do the driving. All right. First Corinthians 1535 says, but someone will say, and as you know, there's always someone that'll say something. He says, how are the dead raised? And what kind of a body do they come? You fool, he says, that which you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And that which you sow, you do not sow the body which is to be, but a bare grain, perhaps of wheat or something else. But God gives it a body just as he wished, and to each of the seeds a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men, and another flesh of beasts, animals, and another flesh of birds, and another flesh of fish. There are also heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly body is one, and the glory of the earthly body is another." All right, now there's a a little bit of a complicated text, but we're going to break it down so we can clearly understand exactly what he's saying here. Now, notice it said in 1 Corinthians 15.35, 
Paul once again addresses those who mock the very thought of the resurrection. Like some people will say, what, there's no resurrection. When you live, you live, and you die, you die. That's it. You go in the grave, you're, you're buried, you're worm food, you decompose, whatever, it's over. So Paul is confronting those people. Maybe there's someone listening on the radio right now. Maybe you were just changing channels and you're listening like, yeah, that's it. When you die, you die, it's over. It's just done. You know, but we're told here, and also in other places in the Bible, like when he stood in the amphitheater next to the Mediterranean Sea in Caesarea, he was preaching the gospel, this is the Apostle Paul, to this guy, his name was King Agrippa. And he said in Acts 26, 8, Why is it considered incredible among you people if God raises the dead? See, that's a great question you can ask people who don't believe in this. Like, why do you think it's such a bizarre thing that God could raise someone from the dead? If he's the creator of life itself, if he's the one that made these bodies, which, by the way, there's 7.5 billion people on planet Earth, and we all have a different part of our body. We have all have a different DNA strand. None of us are the same. Some people can look similar. Some people have told me I look like this or I look like that. But it's like, guess what? We're all different because we all have different fingerprints. We all have a different tongue print. And of course, like I just mentioned, we all have a different DNA strand. And, you know, this is why we at Core Church Los Angeles in this radio program that we've entitled Core Truth Radio. This is why we teach through the Bible. Right now, we're just finishing up a series in the book of James. They're all online. You can check them out, and we're going to go into the book of Exodus. But before that, we went verse by verse through the book of Genesis. Before that, we went verse by verse through the book of John, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Before that, we went through the book of Revelation, again, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. It's called expository Bible teaching. Now, why do you think we do that? Because we want you to get the full counsel of God's Word. Because if I'm not teaching through the Bible, then I'm just going to teach the areas that are comfortable for me. Well, let me just talk what I'm best verse in. And that's what some pastors do. But when you commit to teaching through the Bible, you do that. You teach through the Bible, and it covers every aspect. Remember, The Bible's not always what you want to hear, but it's always, always what you need to hear. That's why I'm going through the book of James right now. We're just finishing up. And the book of James is, well, let's just say it's a harsh book, in a sense. Uh, We've entitled the series Practical Christian Living, but it really confronts on a lot of issues, and it pokes a lot of people in places they're not necessarily wanting to be poked in. But we go through the Bible because we want you to grow and mature in your faith. So let me ask you, as we're taking a little interlude here from our message here, it's like, do you live in Southern California? Okay, now Southern California is pretty big. You could live out in Needles, California, which is right on the border of Arizona, or you could live down in San Diego or whatever. But if you live somewhere in the Orange County, you know, Northern Orange County area, let's say uh, Riverside, San Bernardino area, and of course, Los Angeles, you know, I want to encourage you to check out Core Church Los Angeles. Now, there's not any traffic or hardly any traffic on Sunday morning. So you can get in and get out. So if you're 45 minutes away, well... Make the drive. I just went to 
Anaheim Stadium, there was what we call the Harvest Crusade that Pastor Greg Laurie does. And, you know, it's only like 25 miles away from L.A., and if there's no traffic, you can get there pretty quick. Now, if there's traffic, it could take you 16 hours. But anyway, but on Sunday morning, you can get to our church. So even if you live 20, 30, 40 miles away, you know, I want you to consider coming to Core Church. Now, maybe some of you are still freaked out about the COVID pandemic. Uh, well, you know, the Bible says, don't forsake the assembling of the brethren. There's just something that happens when you get up in an intentional and you come to church, you know, and if you have children, you know, come to church so your children can grow in their relationship with Christ, you know, and it's like, it's an investment you have to make, but it's an investment that you're making in, let me see, uh, you, It's an investment that you're making if you're married in your spouse. It's an investment if you have children in your children. So I encourage you to come and check us out. We're on the intersection of the 10 Freeway and La Cienega on the west side of L.A. We're like 200 feet north of the 10 Freeway right there on La Cienega, which, by the way, is the busiest north and south street of all of L.A. There's some like 90,000 cars a day that go by in front of us. We're right across the street from Kaiser Hospital. But like if you're too far away, there's no way I can make the drive. And of course, you know, we're on 19 stations back east. I was just back there uh, last month and spoke at a couple different places. It was awesome. But, uh, you know, if you're back there, I encourage you to download our free app. You just go to the app store. It takes like, I don't know what, 10 seconds to download the app. Like this is one place that technology is pretty cool. You can download our app. It takes seconds. And then in that app, now you have the capability. You you can watch like hundreds of messages. I mean, literally hundreds of video messages. So you can just like, if you're stuck in traffic, you know, going back and forth to work, you can just, you know, scroll the titles, man, hit the message and you can just, you know, set your phone up there on your dash or whatever. And then it's like, there's a whole video message. The worship's on there, the whole deal. And you can scroll the titles and say, look, I want to, you know, check out some of those revelation messages. I want to check out some of those messages in the gospel of John. I want to check out some of the messages that are in Genesis. I want to check out some of these messages on the series we're doing right now in the book of James. And they're all on their video, the whole deal. In fact, if you watch those on the app, you can actually see what I look like because a lot of people will come up to me and say, wow, you look completely different. Now, I just got a new one. Now, these are the ones that I usually get. Okay. I'm just going to go through here. It's like, okay. So some people come to me and they say, oh my goodness, you look completely different. I go, well, what do you think I, what do you think I used to look like? Or what did you think? And they said, well, we thought you had like a surfboard in your hand. You had long blonde hair and you just off the beach. I'm like, oh, so you think I'm like the total beach, you know, surfer? And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay. And then this other people come up and they say, oh, gee, you look completely different than I thought. And I'm like, well, what did you think I look like? Well, I thought you were short and fat. I'm like, why would you say that? Well, because you talk about food all the time. Yes, because I'm an eating machine. And I go, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. No, yeah, I am sorry I disappointed you. And then now here, I just got a new one. This one just came from last Sunday. Okay, here's a new one. Wow, you look completely different. I go, well, what did you think I looked like? Well, I thought you were older. You thought I was older than I already am. Would you think I was like 90 years old? And it's like, yeah, well, I thought you were older and you had a big giant beard and glasses. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Where did that come from? I don't know. It's just what I thought. I'm like, okay. Well, anyway, if you if you download the app, you can see what I look like and you don't have to guess anymore. Okay, well, with all of that said, you know, I hope that you can download the app and get this. You know, we've been getting support from people in Ohio, 
all over Texas, Michigan, all these other states. And I'm assuming what's happening is people are listening to messages that really minister to them. And then they're calling their friend, a relative or whatever, and they're telling them to download the app. So, hey, you can do the same, you know, do the same thing. You know, call your friends, you know, call them across the country and say, hey, you got to check this guy out. Well, anyway, with all of that said, you know, getting here back to our message. Yes, you know. The Apostle Paul asked King Agrippa, why is it considered incredible among you people that God raises the dead? Why would you think that's crazy? So what Paul was saying is, this is not some new random thought here. This has been the hope of God's people from the very beginning. Listen to what is believed to be one of the oldest books of the Bible in Job 19.35. Let me read it to you. It says, and as for me... I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will take his stand on the earth. Even after my skin is destroyed, yet from my flesh I shall see God, who I myself shall behold, and whom my eyes shall see, and not another. So you have Job here, which is again considered to be the oldest book of the Bible. Job was prompted to say these things because, as you know, Satan was given permission to afflict Job to see where his faith was. And after losing his family and everything that he had, he said in Job 121, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. The Lord is given, the Lord is taken away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. After this... What we know as Job's comforters became more like Job's afflictors, for they accused Job of some sort of secret sin in his life. This is why all these horrible things were happening. This is why God's hands of judgment was upon him. When in all actuality, it was quite the opposite. It was Satan mocking Job's great faith in the Lord and telling God that the only reason Job worships you is because you have blessed him. Well, that's what led to Job saying these incredible words found here in chapter 19. He says, I know my Redeemer lives. He said that knowing that he would die one day, but he also knew that he was going to see God. And that would vindicate his life in his flesh, or better translated, in his resurrected body. Yes, this has been the hope of God's people from the very beginning. It was David, the giant slayer of Mr. Fee, Fi, Fo, Fum, Goliath the giant. He said this when he lost his son in Second Samuel twelve twenty three. His son was just a baby and he died. And he says, can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he cannot return to me. See, David was confident that he would once again see his child. Yes, all through the Bible, the resurrection of believers is taught. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 22? He says, God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the God of the living and not the dead. He was speaking that to a big religious group in that day called the Sadducees because they didn't believe in the resurrection. That's why they were sad, you see. Listen, where are you at when it comes to your belief on the life hereafter? Maybe you're freaked out over this COVID pandemic. Maybe you're thinking, oh my goodness, I could die. Well, listen, besides the COVID pandemic, (laughs) we're all going to die. 
I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but it's reality. One out of every one person will die. In fact, the Bible says it's appointed for every man and every woman to die. And after this comes judgment. Are you ready for that judgment? Are you ready to stand before God? Listen, if you're not, God wants to forgive you of your sin. He wants to have a relationship with you. The thing that stands between us and God, it's the bad news. We're sinners. We do things that are wrong. And the Bible says that we'll be judged and we will be cast into hell. Except for those who receive the free gift of God, which is eternal life through Jesus Christ. That's why he died. Listen, if you want to be right with God, if you want to know that your sin's forgiven, if you want to start a relationship with God, you need to pray this prayer. So pray this now. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose again. Would you come into my life? I want to have the hope of heaven. I want to know that I'm secure in your hands. Be my Lord, my God, my Savior, and my friend. In Jesus' name. Listen, I'd like to send you a Bible. If you just email me your name and address to Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. We'll get one out to you. And may the Lord God bless you. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app available on iOS and Android. Core Truth is sponsored by and a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you have been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA, that's Core Church LA, one word, to 77977. You can also give via our app or online at corechurchla.org, as well as writing to our P.O. Box 34789, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.